Welcome to True Spirituality Network. We are focused on spreading the gospel of God's love across the world. The Bible says, There is no fear in love, and perfect love casts out every fear. As you feed on God's love for you, allow His love to cast out every fear, worry, and anxiety. God loves you. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Okay, I want to welcome you from any part of the world you're joining us from. And it's going to be an awesome time. Any time in the God to feed on Jesus. Any time where we come together to just come and study the world extensively is always an awesome time. So I have no doubt that this is also going to be another awesome time. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, I needed to be sure that my audio is clear on YouTube. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I think it's good. Everything is good. All right, Father, we thank you. Thank you because we know that as we fly into your word today, you make us to see Jesus in the beauty of his holiness. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, I will pray. And let God's people say, Amen. Amen. Okay, we've been on a series. We started a series yesterday. Um, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. The Bible says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire the gift of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Especially prophecy. So I've been trying to simplify prophecy because I realize, you know, the more you make these things as simple as it can be, the easier it is for God's people to understand what it is and how they can explore and manifest in this gift called prophecy. And we already established that the moment you get born again, you receive the gift of the Spirit, or better still, at your born-again experience, your born-again experience, when you receive Jesus into your life and you receive eternal life and you declare that Jesus died for your sins and then God raised him from the dead for your justification, at that point, God gives you what they call the Holy Spirit. His spirit begins to live with you. The Bible says the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. So when you get born again, you now have the Spirit of God himself living on your inside. And then when the Holy Spirit starts living on your inside, the beautiful thing is, it comes with what we call gifts and ability. So Holy Spirit doesn't just come into your life and then that's it. No, he leads you, he comforts you, he guides you, he teaches you, he just helps there to help you. The Bible calls him helper. Another part calls him comforter. Another part calls him he will teach you all things. He will remind you all things. But apart from that, Holy Spirit comes with what we call gifts and special abilities that is only made available for those who believe in Jesus. And then we started reading Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2 says, and it shall come to pass, I'm reading verse 28 and verse 29, and it shall come to pass 
afterward that i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh in this context all flesh that believes the moment you believe in jesus automatically the spirit of god begins to live on your inside and is not a temporary kind of residence the spirit of god lives in you forever the holy spirit doesn't just come and go no he doesn't come and go he comes to stay forever jesus will say in john chapter 14 and i will send you the comforter and it will live it will be with you forever hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 says i will never leave nor forsake you so the the activity and the presence of the holy spirit in your life is not a temporary thing don't let anybody make you feel as if maybe the holy spirit left you or maybe the Holy spirit might leave you that's a teaching that is not scriptural oh boy Yinka david said um take not your holy spirit from me where have you been all these days? I've thought on these things over and over. David lived in the whole covenant where the Holy Spirit was not even living on their inside in the first place. The Holy Spirit only comes upon them because none of them was born again. So Holy Spirit could not stay because the God is too holy and man was too sinful. And as at that time, Jesus hasn't reconciled man with God. So there was no way the Holy Spirit would stay. But in your own case, you've been washed with the blood of Jesus. All of your sins are completely forgiven. You've been purified. You've been sanctified by the blood of Jesus. And then Holy Spirit lives on your inside forever. Not a temporary thing. Forever. So when he comes into your life, he comes with ability. The Bible says, upon my feet, upon our flesh that believes. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. When Joel was making this prophecy, he said the signs for him, it was more like the signs that the Spirit of God is upon you is that you begin to prophesy. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Today, I understand what we mean, though. When we say, have you been born again with the evidence of speaking in tongues, which is really good. It's good to pray in tongues. We're going to get there as well, possibly next week. I'm going to simplify praying in tongues. But for the context or for the course of this teaching, the Bible says your sons and daughters will prophesy. He didn't say they will speak in tongues, they will prophesy. And I explained yesterday, it's easier. Among all the gifts of the Spirit, you need to yield yourself to, to the gift of the Spirit to see them manifest. But you have them already. The Bible didn't say you should pray for the gift of the Spirit. I, I've seen if, if, a number of times the Bible say, Lord, I, I want this gift. Or Lord, please give me this gift. No, listen. If you have to pray for the gift of the Spirit to receive the gift of the Spirit, then it's no longer a gift. If you have to pray for something to get it, it's no longer a gift. Gift is something you didn't work for, you didn't earn. So if you pray for it, the Bible never even says you pray for the gift of the Spirit. The Bible says again, 1 Corinthians 14, follow the way of love, desire. When it comes to the gift of the Spirit, the Bible said just desire the Bible didn't say, start looking for it. Start looking for a man of God to lay hands on it. The Bible never said that. To manifest any gift of the Spirit, you don't need any man of God to lay hands on you. You don't need any man of God to, to, to pray for you before you get... You don't even need fasting. If you're born again right now listening to this, you can manifest any gift of the Spirit any single time. Just yield yourself. If there's a need for you, to manifest word of knowledge, just yield yourself to the Spirit. In fact, most of the time, when I got born again, 
and I began to see the gift of God manifest in my life. I saw them manifested more in my life when I was at rest, when I was not trying to make, you know, there was a time of my life I was trying to get God to let this gift manifest. I felt as if I needed to achieve my way into this gift. But again, it's called gift in the first place. And I, I've been using that word about that gift. You don't achieve gift. You receive gift. The good thing is when you receive Jesus, automatically the Holy Spirit resides on your inside. And then the Holy Spirit came with gift. And then you begin to see this gift manifest. So as I'm speaking right now, if you're born again, you can pray in tongues. If you are not praying in tongues, it's not because you cannot. You only need somebody to stir up your faith and teach you. And then all you need is to open your mouth and speak in a language you've never learned before. And that's what praying in tongues is all about. If you're listening to this right now, that simply means you can prophesy. Yesterday, I already set the background introduction into prophecy. Any inspired utterance from the Holy Spirit whose aim and purpose is to, number one, edify, number two, exhort, number three, or comfort the listener is prophecy. That simply means right now I might just be teaching and then God just lays it in my heart to minister to you and let you know that you might be afraid of the season to come, but he wants you to know that he is with you, he is for you, he is not against you. God has gone ahead of you to make every crooked way straight. So just rest in him and remain focused on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. What did I just do right now? I just prophesied to you. Why? Because I just minister inspired utterance from the Holy Spirit and just to comfort you that the next season is in God's hand, is not in your hands. And if you're about to get married, you're listening to this, and you're wondering, Yinka, I don't even know if I'll be a good wife, or if I'll be a good husband. This is the word of the Lord to you. Just rest. Everything you will ever need for that season, God has provided. You don't have to overthink it. Just move in faith. God has made everything available for you in Christ Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Don't focus on yourself. Rest in his wisdom. Rest in his strength. Rest in his provision. And everything will work out well. Glory to God. I just practicalized prophecy for you right now. Inspired utterance. Inspired utterance. God just begins to lay things in your heart. He just lays it in your heart. And at times it can be very, very simple. It's not as complicated as people think it is. You, your, your, your words, when you begin to, when God inspires you to say one or two things, it, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be too short. But if the goal is to encourage or edify or exhort the listener, that is prophecy. And let's just take it a step further. The Bible says, follow the way of love, desire spiritual gifts. So the goal of this teaching is not to say, Lord, give them Holy Spirit. No, give them spiritual gifts. No, that's not what we're coming here to do. I want you to know that all you have to do is to desire. Just desire and you begin to see this thing manifest. Oh, boy, when should I desire this thing? If you say all I have to do to manifest any gift is to desire, when? The answer is very simple. When you need it the most. When do I need the gift of prophecy to manifest the most, Yinka? When you are down. Why, Yinka? Because First Corinthians chapter 14, we read this yesterday. And let me read it again. If you're joining for the first time. So don't, don't say, I don't know what they're talking about. First Corinthians chapter 14. I'm going to read verse 3 and verse 4. The Bible says, But he that prophesied speaketh unto men 
two, number one, edification, number two, exhortation, number three, comfort. And then verse four says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesied edifies the church. So if I pray in the spirit right now and I begin to just that means I'm beginning to edify myself. I just pray in tongues and I'm, that's me edifying myself. But the Bible says, if I prophesy to you, that means if I speak in English, in a language you understand, and the goal is to either edify, exhort, or comfort you, I am edifying the church, or I am better still speaking unto edification, exhortation, or comfort. So if it is Praying in tongues, it's for me. If it is prophecy, it is for you or the listener or the church, anybody around you. One more time. If it is praying in tongues, it's only for me. If it is prophecy, it is for you or for anybody listening around you. Where are we going with this thing? So that simply means, listen, if the goal of prophecy is to edify, encourage, or exhort, in, in another words, to build up, to lift the speed of people. When do people need prophecy the most? The answer is very simple. When they are down. When people are down, when they are going through tough situation, that is the time they need prophecy the most. If any of your friend tells you, I just lost my job, or I don't know what's going on, or if any of your friends say something like, I don't even, this life, I'm tired. The moment you sense anybody around you down if the person is not feeling so well about him or herself or if the person doesn't have any good opinion anymore about life or the person just have any negative incident happen in his or her life what should you desire to do us at that time prophesy prophecy is what you should desire to manifest just holy spirit just give me the right word to say to this person right now. And when you open your mouth, Holy Spirit just fills your mouth. And you are not saying anything deep. You are still saying something the person can understand. God loves you. God is still with you. God is still for you. God is not against you. And he will never leave nor forsake you. And God is walking behind the scene. God has plans for your life. Your life, your future is in the hands of God. And when you begin to just say these normal words, because it is inspired by the Holy Spirit, it begins to edify, it begins to comfort or exhort the person you're speaking to. The goal of prophecy is to edify, is to comfort and exhort the listener. One more time, when do I need to manifest prophecy the most? When I'm down or when my neighbor is down or when my neighbor just loses job or when my neighbor just go through a heartbreak or when my when there's any negative or uncomfortable or unfavorable incident in somebody's life, as a believer, your response should not be, I knew it was going to happen. That is not how believers talk. Your response should not be, the person deserves it. That is not encouraging. That is not exhorting. That is not comforting. That is not prophecy. When, when they say Nigeria is bad, and you are also saying Nigeria is bad. Or you are saying something, if they are saying something is bad is happening, and you are also helping them to amplify it. That is not prophecy. That is not prophecy. You know, in the midst of something bad, you can have words of hope in your mouth. You can still tell people there's hope for Nigeria. Or there's hope for these people in this situation. I hope you know, right? 
So it, when you begin to, this is what the Bible says, desire prophecy. Because at times some things can happen around you and then everybody's talking logically or speaking from the from the flesh, basically, in the, in the sense that something is already bad. You don't have to amplify what is bad. One, you can begin to speak words that edify, exalt, and comfort. When people are down, when they don't have any hope anymore about a thing, you can tell them there's hope for you. Your future is bright. And I could go on and on, but these are just simple words. God will lay in your heart to minister to people when they are going through stuff. When do you need prophecy the most? When somebody is down. And you can also prophesy to yourself. We're going to get there in the course of the series. So, but keep this somewhere in your mind. Let's go a bit more into theory and then we'll wrap up the session. Again, the goal of this series is to, for now, give you some theory. And then after giving you some theory, um, by Friday, which is going to be the last day of the series, we'll do a lot of practical. We'll just come here. We'll be define ourselves we'll pray in tongues and then we'll also be prophesying we'll be praying in english we'll be ministering to one another in english and anybody that'll be joining that particular session i'm going to trust god as well that by that time you will understand what we're talking about but we'll have come to the unity of faith and then when i'm ministering to you you can also minister to me you can minister to everybody around glory to god glory to jesus so the bible says i'll pour my spirit upon all flesh your sons and daughters shall prophesy. They shall prophesy. Today, I know a lot of believers that pray in tongues, but they don't know how to prophesy. Because nobody has explained this thing to them. Because, yeah, this generation is tilted a lot towards prophecy. My generation is tilted, sorry, speaking in tongues. My generation is a speaking in tongues generation, which is really good. I'm really excited. But we don't stay with just speaking in tongues and ignore and neglect every other gift of the Spirit. All we have to do to see any gift manifest is to desire it. I'm not saying pray for it. Desire. 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 And again, if I have time, I begin to talk about other gifts after I finish prophecy this week. I'll possibly teach on tongues next week and discerning of spirit next time. But desire these things. Don't live a normal life. Let there be a difference between your life and your unbeliever friend, your unbeliever roommate, your unbeliever workmate. Don't let things happen to you and then you, you are saying the same thing your unbeliever friend will say. You know what your unbeliever friend says? Life is hard. Something is wrong with me. That, those are the things your unbeliever friend says when, when life happens to them. Words of death. What that doesn't edify. I don't know what to do. That's how unbelievers talk. But you know with you, you know what to do. You know why? Because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And you know all things. You know what you have to do? Just begin to pray in the spirit and just begin to stir up yourself and say, I know what to do. I, I have God's wisdom. Holy Spirit, I know what to do. I manifest God's wisdom. Don't, don't, don't allow this world to begin to program how you live. When the world is saying there is a casting down, economy is bad, you don't join them to say it. You know why? Because you, you can prophesy. You know what we begin to say? With me, there is a lifting up. Because I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the blessings of the Lord is upon the head of the righteous. 
Oh, glory to God. If people are saying, ah, where you are living is not safe, you tell them, you know what, as far as I'm here, because the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous runs into it, and they are saved. I am saved, my household is saved. That's how you talk. But these things all start when you begin to know what prophecy is all about in the first place. Well, you know that your mouth, you can do so many things with your speaking. Don't let your your tongue be used to speaking death. Let your tongue be used to speaking life. So when, when even if your boss at work is down, going through tough time, you can give your boss words of hope. Why? To encourage, to build them up. Because the goal, the end result of prophecy is to encourage or edify or exhort or comfort the listener. Now, the whole idea is when it comes to comfort, comfort usually has to do with Maybe something negative happens and you need some words of comfort. Prophecy fulfills that goal as well. Yeah, maybe you lost your job. I can minister to you and make you understand. You know what? God has better plans for your life. And if I'm inspired by the Holy Spirit to say those words at that time, it will just give you some form of comfort. And then usually as well, for, for God to minister something like that to you is because he knows he has plans for you. You know, practical example sometimes ago i was studying a few years ago i was just studying i wasn't even thinking about this person this person was not even in my mind at all i wasn't thinking about this person honestly speaking and then Holy Spirit just told me to send this person a text message although i know the person was looking for a job you know you could be looking for a job but it doesn't really mean anything a number of people are there looking for a job but this particular person Holy Spirit laid it in my heart encourage this person so I took my phone while I was just studying and I sent a text with the person. I said, um, hey, um, I know you're still looking for a job right now, but I want you to know that God has never, God did not forget you. He has you in mind and he has plans for you. So just rest in him. And I just, as, as I was inspired, I sent the person the text message and the person replied, this is very timely. Later on, the person was telling me that later and later and after that, that those message actually almost brought tears to her face because she was down at that moment she has overthinked the fact that she doesn't have a job because he's been thinking about so many so many negative things in, in, in that in that point but that text came at the right time just to lift her spirit again and that's the end product of prophecy it encourages the listener so many times god laid people in my heart that i'm not even thinking about and i'll just take my phone i'll just say hey bro hey sis you came to my mind right now I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to know God is walking behind the scenes. I have done this so many times as I've been led by God, and it always comes at the right time. Every single time. Every single time. The person is always saying, this is timely. Thank you so much. Every single time. Why? Because God cares about the people in your life. And when they are down, you are one of the people God will use to reach out to them to minister life to them to let them know i still love you son i still love you daughter so no matter what is going on in anybody's life no matter what's going on in your life you can prophesy don't say things like i don't know what to do i am helpless things are bad don't talk like that you are born again for crying out loud you are born again for crying out loud let let there be a difference between you you know if if going to church is the only reason, is the only difference between you and your unbeliever friend, then you need you need to really, really be steered up. You need to be steered up. Somebody needs to steer you up. They need to steer you up to see that 
the real you in Christ has a lot of ability. Because the more I begin to talk about these things, then your desire, it builds your desire. And you begin to see these things manifest. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. All you have to do is just hear somebody to just tear you up. And then you begin to desire these things. And you begin to see it manifest. Glory to Jesus. I really don't want to. With series, I like to take it one step at a time. But as you go today, make conscious effort to prophesy. Just always know, say to yourself that anytime anybody is down, I'm going to consciously prophesy to the person. So anybody is down around you, the person doesn't have money and the person is almost giving up on life. You can say, you know what, bro, sis, and you, if you don't have anything coming to your mind, you can take three, four, five seconds away and just say, Holy Spirit, leave your words in my heart. I want to build that person up. I want to prophesy to that person. If you need to pray in tongues for a few minutes and say, Lord, give me utterance to minister to that person. But you, you have no idea how far this thing can go in the life of somebody. And don't logicalize it. Don't say, why will God just tell me to say God loves you? Why will God just tell me to say God is with you? It is too simple. It's not too simple if it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. It is the right word the person needs to hear at the right time. So the Bible says, desire spiritual gifts. Most especially that you may prophesy. Wherever you say, I am going to prophesy. I am going to make conscious effort to prophesy. You know, personally, it is very hard for you to come around me. And I feel as if you are down and I don't give you words of prophecy. It is very hard. And when I mean words of prophecy, I mean words of encouragement. And maybe tomorrow I'll teach about, but people think prophecy is you have to tell somebody about the future or about the past. That's not what prophecy is all about. Prophecy is, is not, in that, in that context, um, what people call um, telling you about your future, about your past, is words of knowledge, words of wisdom. And that's a completely different manifestation on its own. Prophecy is just you telling me what God is laying in your heart and let it inspire me. That may include word of knowledge. That may include you having a brief idea of what's going to happen in the future. But long story short, is it must edify me. It must exalt me. Or it must comfort me. If he's not doing any of these three things, it's not prophecy. We're going to go, go deeper into this. Wherever you say God, say God is with me. Let's start by you prophesying to yourself. God is for me. God is not against me. If the word is saying there's a casting down uh, for, for me and my household, there's a lifting up. If the word is saying a particular place is not safe for me and my household, we are always safe because we are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says he would dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And guess where the secret place of the Most High is? In Christ Jesus, Christ is the secret place of the Most High. So I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God is with me. God is my refuge. God is for me. He will never leave nor forsake me. I have all that I need. Oh, glory to God. Surely God's goodness and mercy, favor and grace haunt me down because I'm the favor of God. I'm the blessed of God. I'm the favored one of God looking for where to manifest. So men go out of their way to favor me. Because they can't deny the glory and the favor of God over my life. Anything I touch is blessed because I am the blessed of God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I prophesy to the people around me. I am, I am always looking forward to prophesying to people around me. I encourage people. I, as I'm inspired by the Spirit of God, I, I comfort people. I have words of grace in my mouth. And everyone around me is encouraged. 
they are edified and they are comforted in jesus mighty name and let god's people say amen 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 this is not a logical thing it takes the holy spirit for you to say god is with me when things are really really bad that's why i call it inspired utterance from the holy spirit your unbeliever friend will always say something bad but for you because you have the spirit of god you always say there's hope for me glory to god glory to god i'm gonna see you tomorrow same time six o'clock is gonna be an awesome time thank you so much and god bless you peace the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need and what i'm doing right now begin to speak to you in psalms because ephesians chapter 5 says speaking to one another in in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs making melody to god in your heart and i just want you to know just like god says in psalm 23 that he is your shepherd and he's always with you even when you don't feel it so you have all that you need you may not see it because your sight is limited but if you focus on this world you realize you have all that you need long before you were born his supply is far greater than whatever you ever need on earth if he could give you jesus he will give you every other thing you would ever need long before you get to that season he has made provisions available for you and he wants you to know this don't focus on your bank account to define who you are if he could give you jesus he will give you everything god giving us jesus is the proof that he has done for you much more than he will ever do for you he has given you much more than you ever need so just focus on him because you have all that you need and he has made you to lie down in green as pastures in green pastures and when he wants you to lie down he wants you to rest and not stress because he's always working most times you don't feel it so you get worried you get anxious but he says in his word that he has made you to lie down and if he has made you to lie down then rest stop trying to figure out things on your own just allow god to do the things he's doing in your life and he leads you beside the still water where everything is cool calm and collected he restores your soul if your heart is troubled before you came here the lord has restored your soul in the mighty name of jesus oh glory to god and though you walk through the valley of shadow of death you don't have to be afraid because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world glory to god oh and surely god's goodness god's favor god's unfailing love is what is running after you village people are not chasing you <laughs> it's the goodness of god that is hunting you down it is pursuing you all the days of your life and you rest in the house of the lord forever and ever in jesus name amen If you have been blessed by this message, we invite you to partner with us to send the gospel of God's love to all nations. Send us an email on truespiritualitynetwork at gmail.com. You can also follow us on all social media platforms, True Spirituality Network on both Facebook and Instagram, T-Spirituality on Telegram, and Akimika on YouTube. So catch up with all our podcasts, search for Akimika on all major platforms, including Spotify, audio mark and anchor as you feed on god's love for you allow his love to cast out every fear and remember it's not about you it's all about jesus mm -hmm.